Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Carissa, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass, and I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected, and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to Love All Yourself. I'm Shira. Hi, y'all. I am Karista, and thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Love Always Self. We hope your week is going well so far, and this day is also treating you well, or you're able to at least find the beauty in the moments that are tough. But today, uh, we really wanted to bring up flexibility and rigidity and how to thrive in this ever-changing world that we live in. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so I'm not sure if you've noticed, but there's been a lot of changes in the past couple of years. <laughs> Just a few. Feels pretty consistent as far as um, frequently having to integrate new yeah. events, new situations, new information, new ways of living. How can we live better, more wholly as far as looking at our holistic self in, um, what is, what am I thinking of? Uh, <laughs> woven in, there we go. Woven <laughs> in with holistically thinking about mother earth as well. Mm. But, um, so what are your thoughts on like being rigid? What is the first thing that comes to mind when we think of rigidity? Um, so it's helpful for me at this moment, mm-hmm. had a long night last night, um, to think from the definition, right? So, you know, we use the words, we put a definition towards it, and then it just sparks the interest of your thoughts and everything else. So rigidity, English dictionary, the quality of being impossible to change or persuade. So when I think of rigidity, I think of uh, the words that pop in are like things like stubborn, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, uh, the thoughts of what always was has to still be. Um, I think of some of the emotional responses to that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, which can be frustrating when mm-hmm. you want to change or bring about some form of change. And it, you know, there's just an argument or a fight or a push against it staying rigid. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are, those are, those are things that come to my mind when I hear this word. Yeah. And I, I even think of an emotional attachment mm. and, and judgment connected with rigidity. Uh, one area I think of being rigid in is our beliefs. You know, we we've talked about recently that in 
I think two episodes ago, that beliefs are things that we strongly hold true in our lives, but aren't necessarily proven to be factual. And when we can become rigid in beliefs, then it's hard for us to maybe develop compassion, um, and empathy for others. Uh, and, and, you know, again, I keep going back to that word judgment when we're rigid in our beliefs, we tend to judge, judge others who aren't in alignment with our beliefs. So tell me about flexibility, what your thoughts are on flexibility. All right. I'm going to throw in that English dictionary definition again. Uh, flexibility is quote unquote, the quality of bending easily without breaking the ability to change or be changed easily according to the situation. Um, so when I think of flexibility, the first thing that pops into my head is being adaptive. Mm-hmm. Um, say like you are in a room, um, maybe you're in a place that you don't even want to be at in that moment, but you adapt to your environment and you bring about fun in whatever aspect you can based on that Mm -hmm. environment you're in. Right. So you're just Mm -hmm. kind of like choosing to be more flexible in the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think one of the visuals that I get with flexibility is, you know, being like a tree and we understand that there are elements in the air. And so when the weather changes, Mm -hmm. then the air may pick up a lot quicker. And if you are a tree that is rigid, you may more easily snap in that wind versus being able to sway with it and still maintain yourself intact. So I think of that, um, changeability, like you said, So being able to ask questions, right. And and that's something that's big for me in my life is maintaining a sense of curiosity. And so when we search for, you know, other answers, other perspectives, when we ask questions, when we, you know, and it's not even that we have to learn to agree or align ourselves with those beliefs. It's that we're just curious about what drives other people. And that helps us create that compassion again. And so when we maybe experience lives outside of our limited, you know, day-to-day, what we experience, we can see that there's different situations that are affecting people all over the world. And if we are rigid in our beliefs, then, you know, we get stuck using those. Oh, I, I struggle with these words because I don't like them. Should must have to. And when, when we use those types of words, we're creating limitations with yeah. ourselves and there's that emotional attachment to those. So when we see other examples of how to live. It's just opportunities for us to maybe integrate that or to recognize that that doesn't work for us. And and here's a belief. I I truly believe that we're here on this earth to learn and grow and experience. Absolutely. And if we're rigid, if we're unmoving, there's some, some people may be triggered by this. I think there's a level of fear. Yeah. Because change is scary. Absolutely. And when we experience something different that causes us to 
maybe question where we're at, that can cause an upheaval in our lives and make us look at other things that we're not ready to look at. Yeah. Well, there's comfort in routine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And, uh, and I think that plays a big part of one breaking their comfort brings about emotional mm-hmm. states that they don't want to face at that point. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, things like stress or, or, or the fear of the unknown, mm-hmm. um, you know, feeling that there's already a gear towards change is bad. Right. Or if I change something or if I become more flexible and I do something that's out of my normal standard routine or behaviors or patterns or perspectives that I'm always in, then it won't be a good thing, mm-hmm. which is not always the case. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, while you were talking about the tree, I, I had this thought, it seemed pretty loud, but it was like, I mean, does a tree get sad when it cha- when it sheds its leaves for the fall? Or is it becoming excited because it's going to bloom again into oh. something new? Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. I just got chills. Ooh, <laughs> so another another thought that I had was, you know, we're at the basic level, we're all made of the same elements. We're elemental beings. And now I'm not talking down to the atoms or, you know, the carbon or whatnot. I'm talking about the, the four elements, water, earth, air, and fire. And if you look at each of those, none of those are actually completely rigid. The most rigid of those is the <laughs> earth good. and tell me she doesn't move and shake on a regular basis. She even wobbles. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> If you've never heard that, look up pole shifts and <laughs> happens, I don't know, every several thousand, thousand, thousand years. <laughs> I, I'm like getting this image of like mother earth dancing to a song, you know, wobble, wobble and oh, shake, yeah. shake it, you know, like <laughs> just having a good old time. <laughs> so how do we navigate the waters of change? Yeah, I, I, I want to read what I, uh, I call this automatic writing where as the thoughts come in, you just type them out. Right. So this is what I did when you and I were first jumped on the call today. Uh, PS, not all my sentences are going to make sense. So bear with me. So how stress plays a part of one's inability to be flexible in the sense of what always was or has been, um, is no longer playing a part in one's present moment, causing you to have a reaction to change. Since your programming is based on a more stagnant behavior or quote unquote routine, this breaks the cycle of routine, causing an emotional response. Something to consider is changing the programming that going with the flow is bad. Mm. Mm. Um, so let go and go with the flow. It's easier said than done for sure. (laughs) Easier said than done. Um, but you know, the opposite end of that is resisting change, but with resisting change, you're going to struggle against the current of change. And 
when you let go and let flow, you have the opportunity to ride the wave and see where it takes you. Mm-hmm. And in riding that wave, you also have the opportunity to look around and appreciate the beauty in this life. So begin by setting the intention that the change is good versus the mm-hmm. standard behavior that the change is bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I just uh, remembered a, a term you know, letting go and let God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, another way of thinking that is, you know, giving it back to the universe, just understanding that we're not, we're not victims of our reality. We're creators. Absolutely. And when we're in that victim mentality, then things happen to us rather than for us. And when we just that simple mindset shift of things are happening for us, and that we may not understand them, but change promotes growth. Yep, it does. So what are some of the more simple ways to bring about a new beginning of flexibility and going with the flow? Well, I I think first acknowledging (laughs) what, what are your routines, right? What is your now placement? Where are you right now? When you get triggered because something requires a change, why are you being triggered? Yeah. What about this makes you feel safe in staying the same versus why are you afraid of the change? Ooh, that's a big one. That's a big one because you, you can be very comfortable in your discomfort. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I laughed so hard at that, but it's, it's such a true statement. Like that's that deep belly laugh where you're just like, Oh, that hits. (laughs) Let's share. If you don't mind sharing with the listeners, like your, um, your, your dietary changes this week. Mm, Right. And that's the thing. And I'll say this while I'm explaining the story, but, uh, I normally, and I've always had some form of meat in the meals that I eat. Right. Um, and, and since my procedure, and I think even before that, um, I've had a not so great reaction to it. I get that like heaviness at the bottom of my gut. It doesn't want to move. It doesn't want to process. It doesn't, my body doesn't want to break it down in the manner that I think some of those that are able to eat meat and not feel discomfort will Mm -hmm. break down. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's just something different with me, right? Which is okay. And I'm okay with that. Uh, I don't have a strong hold on the need to have some kind of like steak or chicken or whatever, or, you know, Um, like I don't have a strong hold on that. So I just simply said, okay, if my body doesn't want to like process this and I'm going to be discomfort, like in discomfort and in pain that I need to change my own behaviors of what I'm doing to bring about something more in alignment with what my body wants to have and does. Right. So now, you know, I've just been taking on more like, uh, veggies and, and, you know, uh, grains and things of that nature, right. And fruits and stuff. Um, and I'm feeling great, you Mm -hmm. know, 
do I, do I miss a cheeseburger? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Yes. <laughs> but am I choosing to be out of the norm and bringing about something that I can start to learn to enjoy or inflexible in the belief that you should eat meat right. every meal? Cause right. that's, that's, that's an American belief from right. my understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe in other, in other countries outside of America, meat is as much smaller portion of mm-hmm. your meal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a side to side. Right. Right. So, so anyway, um, the, the, I'm allowing myself to come out of the rigidity of that. I've always known to make sure that I have a big piece of chicken and then some sides and all that or whatever. And I'm choosing to just flip the game a little bit for myself find out what works for me that allows me to feel good and better every day, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, to give me the nutrients and the, and the energy and everything to live a better and healthier life. That is my decision to Mm -hmm. stay flexible. And if that changes later, I'm also still open to the fact that if I come across a meal and there's a good piece of fish or like whatever, I'm I'll partake in it in that moment. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're choosing with awareness and I'm choosing with awareness. Correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, it, something that we had mentioned earlier, uh, pre pre-recording was that these small changes can lead to big changes yes. in our bodies and in our mindset and in our spirituality. So, you know, I understand that change is hard. So when we do a complete upheaval and try to change big things or everything at once, it's not as sustainable. So just acknowledging that small changes go a long way. And that just starts the snowball. Absolutely. You know, change of supporting your body. Um, you know, I, I was thinking too, we can be, we can have like some, uh, situations where we are rigidly flexible or flexibly rigid. I don't know which way is the right way to put it, but for example, say you, you know, we'll go with the, the nutritionary example again. So say you want to support your body and you make it a goal to choose the best thing for you out of what's around. And if you decide that and say you go someplace and it's either a hot dog or a steak, well, you know, choosing what is the best for you in that moment. So it may not always be fruits and vegetables, Mm -hmm. you know, depending on where you go or what situation that you're in, but knowing that you are still choosing the best option for you, but maintaining that flexibility in what it is. So you're not sitting there going, well, I can't have either of those. So I'm just going to starve and not give my body any energy. Yeah. There's so another, there, um, mm-hmm. you, you go right ahead. There's a, there's another aspect of, of life that I, I want to touch on in this conversation, um, that I think really hits home with a lot of people and especially right now. Um, but, uh, this, rigidity and versus flexibility in deciding on things that bring you joy when it comes to income 
and when it comes to uh, your jobs or or what you do for a living. Um, and, and this is going to be one of those definite easier said than done, right? Mm-hmm. But I do feel like, you know, we've been programmed to, and I, and I say that in as loving as I possibly can, because it's just one of those, what always was, doesn't have to still be things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we've been programmed to, you know, take on a job, you learn a thing, you know, and maybe within that thing, there's a lot of little things, but like you learn that one main thing. And then that's just what you do from the time that you start working until the day you retire, which is nowadays right before, you know, life expectancy ends. Right. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, um, um, I, I no longer feel aligned to that belief, right. Or, or to, I don't, I don't feel aligned to that rigid thought Mm -hmm. in, in my head. Right. Um, I think it works well in some instances, like doctors is a good one. You know, that's a good one to keep learning to growing on by the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, mm-hmm. but like in this, <laughs> you know, might want to stay in your field. Um, but like the, but having a flexibility within what you learn to do that brings you joy and being okay with that. You can change your mind at any point in time. And that's okay. And move on mm-hmm. to something completely de- different and something mm-hmm. else or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was going to make up a new word called Delph apparently. So, <laughs> um, decision and self Delph. Um, <laughs> this is how I am today. So, um, and, and just being comfortable, getting comfortable in the discomfort of allowing yourself to be cr- a creative being that you actually mm-hmm. naturally are and flowing into different states of that being at any point in time in which you choose. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about creating disruptive uh, behaviors, right? I'm not saying go and destroy your entire life, but I'm saying that start to incorporate the little things that allow you to start to create. And that some of those can be things that bring you income mm-hmm. as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Off my, off my soap. <laughs> <laughs> So how can we, you know, practice, um, and, and I don't want to necessarily say minimizing rigidity, but utilizing rigidity in our growth and also being open to being flexible. Mm. I keep thinking of like, when I think of rigidity and I tie the word routine to it, I think of like how, you know, there's a thought process out there that children you know, work better in routines. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. same with pets, they work better with routines. Um, and, uh, sometimes I look at my dog when he's clawing my leg right at five 30 every single day, even when the time changed, what was five 30 at one point, Mm -hmm. he would still claw my leg right at that exact time. Like this is the time that I'm fed. Like, how did you know that dude? But anyway, Mm -hmm. so like, I, and, and I think of the routine and the rigidity of him that he has to be fed at that exact time every day, but no flexibility. And is that good for him to have that in that element? Right. Well, yeah. Cause that's a safety thing, right? right? Because nourishing our body, that's, that's a necessity. Mm-hmm. However, say you are not home at that time. Exactly. You still feed him when you get home. 
even if it's six or six 30. And so there is still that element of flexibility. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was thinking a minute ago about uh, flossing, right? Like it's, it's, it's good. It's a good practice to have to floss on a regular basis. However, say you go to a friend's house and you end up staying the night and you don't have your flossers or your thread. What is that? <laughs> Dental floss. <laughs> <laughs> flossers. That's what we use. So flossers <laughs> or floss. Um, you don't allow that. Like it's okay. If you skip it that one day, you don't get your panties in a knot and you're not able to go to sleep or do anything else and, and take, you know, you can't like, it doesn't stop you from resting. Right. It doesn't stop you from, you know, eating, you, you know, it, it doesn't have to completely derail you is yeah. what I think I'm trying to say with this rigid flexibility, right. flexible rigidity. <laughs> <laughs> One of those is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, just, just, you know, I'm going back to what can we do? Yeah. So I think there's even a practice of compassion with yourself in those moments. Yeah. Um, Another thing is looking at the words that you use. So what I was saying earlier with the should, the must have, the have tos. So rather than using like, I should succeed saying, I would like to succeed. And then taking it one step further, how do I do that? What are the steps? And when you don't succeed, rather than being completely derailed, say, okay, what did I learn from this? And how can I take this and either get better. What can I do to make more changes? Yeah. And maybe even start looking at some of those things that you feel are failures as success in itself, because you still learn something. Mm -hmm. It's not just the end goal, right? Right. It's the journey. Yep. It Ah. is not born and die. It is the life in between. <laughs> um, that was a real moment. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Another one is continuing to ask questions. Continue to search. Be curious. Curiosity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This and is. Cur- it does not kill the cat. Just no. so we're just so we're clear, we're gonna just. <laughs> revamp this one. <laughs> this is that programming that I'm talking about, right? The whole curiosity kills the cat. Don't be curious. You know, no, it doesn't ask questions, question authority. And if it did, maybe that was its life path. <laughs> question the way of life right now. Right. And you know, we, it's hard to make changes if we're not asking questions it's hard to determine a best practice or a better practice. If we're not asking questions, how do you think medical has had his advancements? Yeah. 
they're constantly asking questions. How can we solve this problem? How can we cure this? What can we do better? How can we make outcomes more positive? Um, my final thought on that is, oh, wait, no, hold on backwards one. Um, in our younger years, right? This is when we're spending most of our time learning. Mm -hmm. And when we continue to learn new things, we are connecting with our inner child. Yes. Our inner explorer. And so that, that keeps us. <sighs> you almost want to say youthful state. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And so on that same note, going back to that final thought of mine <laughs> was continuing to move. So moving our body, moving our energy, moving our mind, moving yep. our spirit, yep. continually moving. If we're not moving, we're stagnant. If we're stagnant, we become rigid. If you don't use those muscles, you lose them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's painful. <laughs> And we become weaker and more frail and easier to break. Yes. It's all connected. It's all of it. Ah. Micro, macro, inner, outer, as above, so below. It's all connected. So for our listeners, do us a favor. Try it out. Try to change one thing that you've had in your everyday routine that maybe if you tap onto it, you don't feel as aligned to it anymore. Start your day off by just simply thinking, as I wake up this morning, what would I like to drink? And if the thought that comes to you is orange juice and you normally drink coffee, change it just in that single moment. If you don't have it in your house, get in your car or call a, a Uber Eats or whatever and have them get yourself a glass of orange juice. Make that small change towards the flexibility in your own life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you've been told something that, you know, you don't align with, why do you have to be rigid in that? Mm -hmm. If you've been told to be a certain way, do a certain thing, hmm, boxes, <laughs> let yourself out of the box. Jack in the box. Wee. <laughs> Great. Now I have the clown song in my head. <laughs> All righty. I will save you from that. And <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Nobody likes a clown. <laughs> oh, hope this, um, conversation maybe led to some questions in your head. Maybe just asking, how can I make those small changes? Can I change the shoulds to the woods? Can I maintain that flexibility and continue to sway in the wind? Can I ride that wave and really enjoy life? Just let go and let flow easier said than done. Yes but practicing helps <laughs> start with the little things. If the big ones are too strong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All righty. Um, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to love first, love last and love always have a wonderful one. Bye. Bye.
listener. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment. We hope you enjoy today's episode and we look forward to our next connection. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow to stay notified of new content from Love Always Self. If you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss, please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below. I'm Karista. And I'm Shira. And until next time, remember to love first, love last, and love always. Love Always Self podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.